He's got connections. From actors and athletes to comedians and world-class musicians. Andy Hall. His contact list is jam-packed with some of the most recognizable names in entertainment. Andy Hall's giving Laser Hellraisers his plus one. An exclusive conversation you won't hear anywhere else. On today's edition of Hall Access. Portions of a recent conversation I had via Zoom with Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale, who is currently on tour with Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin, and looking forward to the release of his band's ninth studio album, The Art of Survival, coming October 7th. This first section, we talk about the tone of the new songs and how optimistic they are in general, considering the triumph of making our way through a difficult couple of years as a people. And here's Gavin's response comparing his last album to the new one. With the kingdom, it was this sort of um, acknowledgement that we needed to head to a better place. The world was in disarray, disconnected. The, the flowers on a grave was the loneliness of the pandemic and the cruelest disease where you'd be separated from your loved ones. Then you go die that first wave. Remember the first year where if you got it and you had any issues, you were in serious trouble. That was like terrifying to live through. So it had sort of this utopia feeling that's black lives matter like what are we doing why are we why are we creating so much trouble for ourselves i mean are we this ignorant come on guys and that was a worldwide movement and so with this it's this feeling that we made it through obviously there are a lot of people who lost family members and loved ones and we've all suffered you know we've all suffered in different ways there's no one who's been immune and i see in every layer of every friend i have in their lane their world boom these things you know challenges and uh i sort of so it's weird i don't mean it's it's like it's just a it's a it's a triumph of um that we've all come through this um and we're at this point a stage now and rebuilding our lives and and don't worry it's the same for everyone everything is six to eight months longer later than you expected it to be you know I'm opening the show for, for on this tour, you know? And I, at first, my ego was like, are you crazy? And then my spirit was like, you're still in the octagon. Just make sure you keep your hands up and hit hard. Do you relish that role of, like, um, stealing the show, as it were? I mean, when you're a headliner, you're not that underdog character, just kind of piggybacking on what you're just telling me now with this current tour that you're on. Yeah, well, I'm impressed that we're still a baby band. We've got a big single and we're the opening band. You know, it sounds like a baby band, you know. Right. I think we have one more song. We're really going to, really going to, uh, no, uh, I think it's really healthy to do things that your ego objects to. <laughs> it's really healthy because you just have to suck it up, shut your mouth and be good, you know. My, in, in always like in life, um, the way out of most situations is through quality. You know, if you provide quality, uh, you can escape. You know, swim to the top. So that's what it is to me. You know, I was originally going to go out with Breaking Benjamin. We discussed that some time ago, maybe a year ago, two years ago. I can't remember. You know? And then I heard through the grapevine they're going with Alice in Chains. I was like, ah, oh, shucks. So lucky that was going to be a good one for us. I really wanted to steal their audience, and then, um, and then uh, I didn't think about it. And then they came back and they were like, uh, "Hey, you want to?" You know, they say guest stars. I say opening. It's very nice, but it's just opening. But it's cool. I mean, 
music as a community. I'm thrilled to be on tour with Jerry. There's a legendary band with some incredible songs and you know that they were the they were the start of it all you know 91 they had man in a box that gave me a real direction weather vane as to how you could make rock music that wasn't more sort of sunset strip hair metal you know i was like yeah. i had the pixies and then i had the pixies was sort of like you know my favorite band ever um but then with alice and change there's sort of a, a sex to it I like that. And so to be on tour with them, I don't know, I'm like, I realized I was like, who, who am I kidding myself? It's like fantastic full circle. There was a time when I didn't know what I was going to do with my life musically. And I heard that band and I heard specifically a song and it gave me inspiration and it gave me hope and it gave me direction. And so now these years later to be on tour with them and be friends with Jerry and the guys and, and, and get along with them, having a laugh with them, it's just... It's a good, it's a good feeling, you know, because it's sort of, uh, it's genuine and it's um, real, it's honest, and um, it's okay to, to, you know, to, to, to enjoy that. Today's edition of Hall Access portions of my recent Zoom call with Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale. Now less than a month to the release of his band's ninth studio album, The Art of Survival, coming October seven. This next part, I talk about the band coming up on its thirtieth anniversary, and in that time, how Gavin had done some things outside of the Bush brand, namely a solo album and a side project called Institute. And here was his reaction. Um, I think that it, when I stepped off the train and I did the Institute thing, I was actually just trying to be. You know, I thought I wanted to be cool and be on a, you know, like a band on a rough trade who, who would just go and do a side or, you know, 4AD, these cool labels where people go and do side projects and you just go, God, they're so creative. How come they're just overflowing with creativity? They're going to go and do that band like Chino has the Deftones, Team Sleep. And I want to do a side project. You know, my, my problem, my mistake was that I was on Interscope with Jimmy Iovine and I'd given him, you know, tons of singles. So he, he, put me through the ringer like institute had to be this really big um band and it kind of missed the it totally missed the inspiration behind it which was to do something interesting take a break from bush rejuvenate with a couple of other people do that record and come back to bush and he kept me writing for a couple of years so that was like, hang on, there's going to be a three-month situation. This is not going to take time out. And then when I came back from that, um, they wanted me to do a solo record. And I asked my band if they wanted to do Bush, because like, oh, my God, I've done three years of Institute now. This is crazy. They said, no, no, we still want to be at home. So I did the solo record. And when I did the solo record, everyone was like, get back in the band, wait on Bush. And I was like, yeah, I feel naked. I feel um, vulnerable. I don't feel right. It's how I came up. It's what gave me my power. And I don't like um, it when singers in rock bands, I mean, singers in pop bands can go and do solo stuff. I mean, Justin Timberlake had a fantastic career after NSYNC and now is massive or whatever, you know, fair play to him. But in, 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 in the rock world, people just hate you for it. I hate myself for it. What's the solo record of a rock singer? It's just bull****. I did it because I had a bunch of songs and my band didn't want to work. And I thought I'd been away long enough. And I just thought, let's try this. I was wrong. You know, I shouldn't have done it. I had a big hit. But it was confusing to people. I had a big hit with Love Made the Same. Then you go to the shows. And I was smashing the gear up. I'm like flying around. And the kit. You know, I was just, I remember my agent at the time going, 
he saw my show, play the Wilson, and I destroyed the drum kit. And he goes, I thought you were trying to um, go sort of more mainstream. <laughs> and I was like, oh, how you is it? I thought we were trying to get more hot AC. And that's not, I was like, that's exactly it. It's just not me. You know, it's just not me. I like, I like the sex pistols. I just can't be shaking with this stuff. So I reacted very strongly to that. And I just like the power of a band. And I still love it. I don't think, I would never record music, anything other than Bush ever again after that. Never. It's just because it's just so hard to get hurt. It's hard for Bush to get hurt. Let alone me, my name coming out. Who's this guy? Didn't you? It's just, it's just terrible branding. I am branded. Bush, put the guitars in. Sing songs, you know, of hope and despair with a bit of hope, more hope at the end of despair. That's it. Sing a song we can hum. Great. Thank you. That's it. That's my MO. Portions of my recent interview with Bush frontman Gavin Rossdale. Looking forward to the release of the band's ninth studio album, The Art of Survival. That's coming October 7. As we wrapped up, I wanted to make sure to bring up the new Trainwreck documentary on Netflix in regards to Woodstock 99. And Bush having a central role in that, having played on day number one immediately after Korn's electric set. Wanted Gavin's thoughts on Woodstock 99 and reflecting on that experience, and here's what he said. My memory of it was really about trying to be as faithful as possible to what the original Woodstock stood for. So I was on a completely different page to everyone. You know, I I didn't understand, I didn't know that there wasn't enough water. I didn't know they're being overcharged. You know, I was in a bubble backstage, literally. I'd water there, go on stage, try and do a great show, perform a fantastic band. And I know for a fact, because I now have the same manager, they were like, oh, no one's good luck with that. You know, no one's no one's following that. We went and played, and apparently we did all right. You know, <laughs> we did all right. And my whole thing was to try and give it uh, the same stature. It was not just another show. And And, and had I played on Sunday, you know, when the Chili Peppers played, um, maybe I would have uh, been a bit more um, aware of, of the trials and tribulations, you know. Bands by the Sunday, you had three days of people struggling and suffering and the, the kind of the, the uprising had already began. You know, with me, it was, yeah, I think they wanted, I think I was between corn and Limp Bizkit. It's our slot. And... Um, that was the explosion of new metal, which we were not. Mm-mm. And uh, ironically, now the way you know, with the kingdom and with um, uh, the art of survival, probably could do an even better, better show. You know, it was quite sort of song driven at that point. But um, song driven songs and feedback was our sort of that was our to go thing that had done really well for us. And um, yeah, I'm sorry that happened. And you know, as always in these situations. Um, there were some true victims here, you know, whatever some girls went through. And that's obviously what takes the focus, you know. Us fools, like, you know, having a good show, having a bad show, that if people were raped there, that is just a, everything else is completely irrelevant. It just becomes about the victims. Well, it sounds like the current tour is going really well with Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin. Post-release, The Art of Survival comes out again October 7th. What are the plans for Bush for the remainder of this year and then perhaps into 2023, if you can dive into that? 
Yeah, I think that the, the, the plan is to do a bunch of Christmas shows, maybe a week of Christmas shows. There'll be lots of uh, festivals to play. And so we're just trying to work out. My best friend in London is getting married on the 3rd of December. So I've got to make sure I'm back for that. But we're looking at about a week of shows and then maybe uh, touring in um, a bit of touring in February and then summer tour, proper tour and our own tours then. And this will be seen as a sort of a necessary and fun experience now, but, but it, uh, I think we'll be probably going back to doing our own shows. Well, here's to a lot more fun in the uh, days, weeks, and months ahead. Gavin, thank you so much for the time. We're excited about the release of the album. Can't thank you enough for the time, and uh, you're welcome back anytime you like. All right. Thanks, Mike.